Blog Talk Radio. Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, June the 17th. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. Once again, we have another very special show uh, for you this evening, and I am pleased to have co-hosting with me Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated, Transforming Your Dreams into Reality. Hello, Teresa. Hello, Lisa. It's good to be here on another wonderful Monday evening. And I just am anxiously awaiting to get started with the show. We had a wonderful time uh, the last uh, session, and I just can't wait uh, for more discussion (laughs) around some of the same issues we've been, been having. Well, you know what? That's why I'm so excited about the show this evening, because tonight's topic is one that we've talked about before, but I don't think we could ever talk about enough, which is ego. Um, So I titled the show Ego Speaks, which is recognizing um, the ego when it appears and how to deal with it when it does. So for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts and follow us on Twitter at Lease 101. That's L-Y-S-E 101. And I must say thank you to those who have already uh, started following us. Um, I really appreciate you. You know, we're, we're starting to pick up speed um, on our Twitter account, so I really appreciate you for that. And we are also available as a podcast, and it's free, so please go to your iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. And that way you will also receive future episodes as well as being able to just click in uh, whenever you want to and just take us with you uh, wherever you go. You can also send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor. When I say this site, I'm talking about the Blog Talk site. Um, and if you want to get more exposure for your literary business and also if you have been working on something which I know a lot of you have you have projects that you've been working on and trying to get up off the ground um, or even in your personal life and you haven't seen those results that you have been wishing for and you've been expecting a breakthrough and you're just frustrated because it just doesn't seem to be happening as you are expecting it to please send me a message and I will consult with you to see if a little extra coaching will help to get you there. You can send a message, like I said, through this site, the Blog Talk site, or through my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website, which is info at yourdestinyawaits.net info at yourdestinyawaits.net. And please just visit the website and uh, take a look around. It will really inspire you. And if you do, please, like, find the guest book just to let me know that you were there. So now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, Teresa Hamilton, how are you? Yes. Well, you know, I'm doing doing well, and I just can't wait uh, for the show because I'm just I'm just anxious. I don't know. I'm bursting out with information and experiences I know, right? and all of that, and I just feel like 
I'm just ready to get started, and I thank God for that because as much as we deal with on a daily basis, it feels good to have a burst of excitement and energy bubbling up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it seems like from week to week, we just things just continue to pop up, which um which allow us to pour out, you know, into the show. And, um, yeah. I mean, things just are constantly coming to us, you know, and then when it comes to us, we, we do our best to share it with you. Um, but before right. we get started, I just want to say this, okay? Did we or did we not have a very empowering gathering, okay, for our last MIH meeting for the summer? Oh, my yeah. God. I yeah. am still yeah. floating on a cloud from that yeah. session, from that meeting, Woo, yeah. girl, that was something yeah. else. <laughs> it was so powerful, and Lisa yeah. did such an awesome job with dealing with, you know, how do we uncover and learn to love ourselves, which is our greatest challenge. And as you said, we're here. We're really sent here to learn how to love ourselves and to love yeah. others. And it was just so emotionally inspiring, inspirational, uplifting, empowering, everything you can think of. All those good adjectives is what I would use to describe that time and session. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we – thank you for that. But before we go on, please tell us a little bit about um, – I know we meet again in September. We're, you know, actually on break for the summer. But tell us yeah. the exciting news that you have about um, making it happen um, and, and uh, where you feel as though you're being led uh, – uh, to take the group, and, and, and what I'm talking about is you, you changed, not really changed the name of the company, yeah. but you kind of yeah. added a little something-something to it. Yes, yes. Well, anyway, you know, like I always tell everyone is that you should always have a connection with God. And in that connection, God gave me a note that he wanted to change the name from making it happen, incorporated to making it happen God's way. So starting September, we will officially mm. do a total name change. And mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of times that's what we, we're like in ourselves and we're always trying to make things happen our way. But like, I, like we always talk about, there is, we believe in there being a God and someone who can see around those curves, who can see the future, who knows what we need. And so we need to put our lives, even though we're still making it happen, we need to ensure that we're making it happen God's way. So I've changed the name. And ever since I've done that, uh, Lisa, I, I just feel like just when we go in those groups, the powerful, you know, mm. I think it's powerful. And then the synergy yeah. is somewhere like even though, you know, you feel like you're having an out-of-body spiritual experience where your yeah. soul, which is in your spirit, which rarely gets yeah. fed in today's world, is truly getting fed with the things that yeah. it needs so that we can go out there, and a number of us are entrepreneurs, so that we can go out there and be successful entrepreneurs or successful employees yeah. or successful mothers or successful fathers. So that's yeah. really what the, the name change has done. And I am predicting in God's time with this name change that making it happen will have affiliates not only in Maryland but in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, mm. Arkansas, in mm-hmm. Hawaii, all over the mm-hmm. world, all, all over the, the world, world, even even Africa yeah. and and Italy. So that's our goal yeah. for the organization, and I see it, and I know it to be so. And so we're just moving and saying, knowing with that knowing, what God, just yeah. like Abraham, God gave him a vision. And my age, making it happen God's way, has received that vision as well. And we want to just yeah. walk out in faith. And faith is calling those things that we can't see as though they already are. And so that's how yeah. we're starting to operate the group. Yes, and, you know, I just want to um, add to that that the members that we have now, I mean, the group is already growing uh, since yeah. we moved, we've changed locations, and um, the group is growing. But the, not only is it growing in numbers, but the people who have joined are growing uh, in their business. 
They're growing yes. spiritually, you know, yes. um, and we we allow them uh, room to do that. We coach them in whatever area yes. in their business that they need to be coached in. We give them room. Yes. We give them the floor, like if you want to be a public speaker, uh, to stand yes. up in front of the group and give presentations. Yes. And then, you know, we, we talk about yes. that presentation and so on and so forth. So, I mean, there's so much that we have to offer because we truly yes. believe in empowering yes. each other to go forth yeah. and go, boldly go forth in all right. that God has for us. And and the thing for me is that a lot of times we get blocked and stopped because we don't even realize all that God has for us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. when they come into the group, they learn these things. All of the things we yeah. talk about on this show, you get yeah. that when you join MIH. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah go ahead. Especially for those who are in the Baltimore, Maryland area, and we're planning mm-hmm. between September and October opening up a Washington, D.C. area chapters yeah. mm-hmm. that, you know, people won't have to come as far as Baltimore. But essentially what we want to do is that we really believe that when we work on ourselves, and again, we see you did such a phenomenal job of talking about self-love and how to love ourselves and how to be grateful mm. for what we do have in order for us to receive, which is mm-hmm. the first point, and your last point was receiving all that God has for us, and that when we're mm-hmm. operating, truly operating in that manner, yeah. God really will take good care of us. And so that's the key is just ensuring that we're operating in accordance to his word, and that's what we want to do to move forward. Anyway. Yes, and, and another thing, too, we're looking for people to join who want to be a part of these seminars, who can who yes. want to join and, and bring in their gifts and their skills and their talents yes. so that we can yes. grow this thing and grow this thing out so that, you know, uh, MIH can be a part of yours. It can be a part of you, yes. you know. Yes. Um, yes. So if you're interested in contacting us, uh, and and you want to know more about what we do, please visit that website, which is mihgroup.org, mihgroup.org. And, Teresa, yeah. give them the phone number to call um, in case yes, somebody wants to call, call and talk to you more. Yes, they can mm-hmm. really call me personally, and that number is 301-379-2709, 301-379-2709. And I would encourage people to come and one thing I love about the group is that we have a good time and we're not judging anyone. Whether, right. you know, you're, we just want you to come and learn. So that's the yeah. biggest piece with mm-hmm. us is that we want to see you grow. And we have a lot of fun. It's not a stuffy, real stiff group yeah. and, oh, you've got no. to walk the plate, you know, and you can't oh, no. the left or the right. It's not stuffy at all. It's a fun group. No. We laugh a lot. We joke a lot. Oh, and honey, did we laugh, that, girl? Yes. Yeah, Let me tell so you real much. quick. I laughed so much Saturday, girl, my stomach hurt, okay? Yes, I mean, you yes. guys, we, we a little cray-cray. I just want to put that yes, out there. So yes, if you yes. if you want to have a good time yes, while networking yes. and growing, this is the yes. place to be. And we just yes. have a ball. Yes, and almost yeah. everyone who comes will say, I've never been to a group like this. And one yeah. who was new to the group said, I've never been anywhere where everyone seems to be on one accord, and we really are. And you can be that yeah. way when you learn to truly love yourself and to love your brother unconditionally yes. without conditions. Yes, there you go. So please, yes. once again, Teresa, give them that number. That telephone number, my personal line is 301-379-2709. Again, 301-379-2709. And visit our website at mihgroup.org. That's M as in making, I as in it, H as in happen, org, um, uh, mihorg, no, mihgroup.org. Okay. So, So tonight we are going to continue to explore... Um, one of the topics that we've um, done before, which is our ego, and how to put our ego in check, okay? So if you're listening in and feel compelled to call with a question or comment, that number is 347-237-4518. That's 347-237-4518. Our phone lines are open, and we would love to hear from you. Um, So whatever the ego seeks, 
and gets attached to are substitutes for the being that it cannot feel. Okay? You can value and care for things, but whenever you get attached to them, you will know it's ego. So right now we're we're saying that ego arises when we become attached to things. And you are never really attached to a thing but to a thought that has like I, me, or mine in it. And whenever you completely accept a loss, you go beyond ego and who you are. The I am, which is consciousness itself, emerges. Most egos have conflicting wants. They want different things at different times or may not even know what they want except that they don't want what is. And that is the present moment. And we talked about that the last two shows, the power of now. The ego never wants to be in the present moment, okay? Um, Unease, restlessness, boredom, anxiety, dissatisfaction are the result of unfulfilled wanting. Wanting is structural. So no amount of content can provide lasting fulfillment as long as that mental structure remains in place. As long as we don't recognize it, which is when I say it, we're calling it ego, as long as we don't recognize it and call it out, it will continue to be in charge of our thoughts and therefore our actions. So in essence, what that is saying is, and we're going to just really dig into this, because mm-hmm. ego is the thing that, mo- that, we, that, that is our, the, the front face of our everyday living pretty much. Most people mm-hmm. act out of ego and respond with ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless we recognize that, which is something that I've started doing myself, um, and call it out for what it is, then it will continue to rule you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. You and know, one of and the that, funny, go ahead. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And one of the funny, well, you continue but one of the things about ego, it's funny that when you do call it out, it has no place to hide. <laughs> no. So it's, it's exactly. like once you recognize it and bring it to the forefront, it no longer has a place to hide, and then right. it's out there so you can control it better. And um, right. I was listening. I've been listening to a number of PBS uh, specials with, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I did not get the uh, professor's name, but he's uh He's at Harvard, and he's Harvard, and he does a number of studies with the mind. And we, our mind just can sometimes, and I can give you an example of how it can just overpower you. It's constantly telling you, this isn't right, that's not right, what you're going to do now because you had it all mapped out and it's not. And it's always looking, the ego is always looking to, to like you said, make, it feel, uh, make yourself mm-hmm. feel uneasy and justify yeah. it. Just scatter, talk, talk, chatter is how it yeah. operates. And then Consistently. you really have to learn, yes, and if you don't learn to quiet it, it will just become a big animal and grow and grow Woo. and grow to the point you find yourself, you're like, wow, and, uh, you know, what is going on with me? And you will, sometimes you feel yourself just being plain sad. You're like, I'm sad. Yeah. And then you have to, yeah. you, you know you're sad, but you don't know why. And then you, why you you're exactly. Back, hey, this is what I'm sad. Oh, yeah, that's right. What is that? You know, if you're sad, you should be able to know right away. But you can't because yeah. the ego is just, you said it's very preoccupied with self, and it never has to deal yeah. with the present. Because at the present state, it's very rarely that we're going through something that's so major. But yeah. it always likes to deal in, the, in that, uh, you know, what are you going to do, future state, or look at what happened to you before, past state. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the thought forms of me and mine, um, of more than, of I want or I need or mm-hmm. I must have, mm-hmm. and of not mm-hmm. enough. You know, all of that yeah. per, uh, pertains um, not to be have, have us not to be content um, where we are in the now. You know, and that is the basic structure of the ego. The me is mine, mm-hmm. mine, mine, mine. Me, me, me. It's about me. I want, I want, I want. I need. I must have. You know, and all of that. And and what. The, that content is interchangeable as long as you don't, 
Well, here we go. As long as you don't recognize that in yourself, like you said, you have to recognize it, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, You have to bring it up to your consciousness to call it out for what it is because what did I start doing as of last week? Remember when we were talking and I said, okay, Teresa, now now I just started off the conversation. Now, this is ego. Mm-hmm, it's ego speaking, mm-hmm, and I know mm-hmm, it's ego speaking, mm-hmm. but I got. I'm going to say this, recognizing that mm-hmm. it's ego. And I, I mm-hmm. went on ahead and I said what I needed to say, but recognizing mm-hmm. the ego, it took the power out of it. It took the power yeah. away from the ego in that whole situation, yeah. and I was able yeah. to then, you know, look past it and deal with the real, the realness of the I yeah. am, my being, and not yeah. giving over to the ego. So now what I've learned how to do, when I know that it's ego speaking, I'm like, okay, you know what? This is my ego right here, okay? Uh-huh. I know this is ego. I see you, uh-huh. ego. It's like the movie, um, which you probably didn't watch, but it's one of my favorite ones. Um, yeah, I'm no. What is it? What is it? I thought you were going to say grandma. Um, no, 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 no. Um, oh, my gosh. It'll come to me. Um, but, you know, when she says, um, I see you. You know, and we have to speak to that thing like you speak to your ego because it's real. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. I see you. Okay, now you need to go sit down somewhere, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and take mm-hmm. a back seat because mm-hmm. I'm not going to deal with you right now in this situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, so. And I, mm-hmm. I wanted to add because it's so funny, Lisa, because when you do that, I think you, I, I, I think we were talking about, and I was like, oh, Lisa, you're doing ego speak. And ego speak is when you say, okay, ego, I'm going to call you out. This is how ego is thinking, saying, feeling, which you do so eloquently. <laughs> but you're right that once you then say it out loud, then it has mm-hmm. no more power. It has no more steam. It just does. Right. You know, it's almost like, and one of the things that the Harvard professor said that I thought is related is that you are not your mind. Right, right. In other That's words, right. that, that spirit that lives within you is your mind, that soul, that spirit. But you are not your mind, meaning you can control your mind and what it thinks and how to train it mm-hmm. to think in a proper way so that you are not feeling depressed and discouraged because when it does appear it's always appearing like you said dealing with pain you know i feel yeah i'm i feel sad i feel depressed i feel angry i feel want i'm in want i want this i want that it's just like a hungry hippo or animal that just can never get enough and unless you control it in your head first you will it will um it will cause you not to be to paralyze you. It will cause you not to mm-hmm. be able to move over time when you're continually allowing it to just uh, rear its ugly head without being in check or keeping it in check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's so that's so true because, you know, I've learned that a more powerful drive underneath the ego's need of having, mm-hmm. of like a quote-unquote having, is the mm-hmm. ego's need for more. You know, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we could also call a wanting. And no mm-hmm. ego, and I've learned that no ego can last for a, a long time without the need for more. Our egos always want more. You know, so mm-hmm. therefore, wanting, quote unquote, wanting, keeps the ego alive much more mm-hmm. than having. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The ego wants to want more. Then wow. it, it wants to want more than it wants to have. So it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's like okay, say for example, you want something, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get that thing, and now you have it. Okay, mm-hmm. so now you're enjoying that new car that you wanted mm-hmm. so bad, and you've got it, and you're just loving mm-hmm. and you're enjoying. But guess what? That's mm-hmm. temporary because now the ego <laughs> wants something else, <laughs> and you're never satisfied. It never mm-hmm. leaves you satisfied mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's always wanting. Something and and you know mm-hmm. what that becomes it's a psychological need for more um, mm-hmm. that so in other words it's like it's a psychological need for more right um, mm-hmm. which is to say it gives us more things to identify with so I guess we could say that with that with that being said and it's a psychological need and mm-hmm. it gives us more things to identify with so ego identifies with things. 
Mm-hmm. Ego identifies with things, right, the physical. Because it's and never it always wanting more, more. It's never wanting right. more peace, more love, more hope, more joy. <laughs> really, yeah, it's never yeah, really yeah, yeah. Desiring all of that. It's always desiring yeah. more money, more children that keep their mouth shut, more, you know, right? it, it wants those kinds of things. It never wants, the, the, in other words, the fruit of the spirit. It rarely wants that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I guess in some cases the psychological need for more or the feeling of not enough um, that is just so characteristic of the ego becomes transferred to the physical level, like you just said, and then it turns into an insatiable hunger. So, for example, um, like let's say um, uh, the sufferers, if somebody's suffering from bulimia, for example, okay, will often make themselves sick. They'll make themselves vomit uh, so, that they continue, so that they can continue to eat. So their mm-hmm. mind is hungry, right, but not their right. body. Right. So this eating disorder would become healed if the sufferers, instead of being identified with their mind, could get in touch with their body rather than the right. pseudo needs of the echoic mind. You, did, right. did that make sense? Right. I understand. <laughs> so, in other words, it's it's their 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 mind. Our minds are hungry, but our bodies aren't. So it's all yeah. in the mind. Yes, yes, yes. And the emotional state, you know, the emotional state that we create for ourselves, wanting mm-hmm. more, needing more, that kind of thing. Yeah, and and the thing is, we can we can chill that noise for a second. Right? We can chill that noise for a second. But what happens is, like I said, once one need is satisfied, then another one arises. So we're constantly in that one. Huh? <laughs> we're greedy. We're, in, we're greedy yeah, for this. And we are. And placate self at all times. And, 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 you know, it's all about us. It's all about, you know, and I can really tell, how well someone is living a more satisfied, full life by how much they talk about themselves. Yeah. So if you get someone yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're constantly talking about themselves, then that should tell you that they haven't really overcome some of those because you do you should want to hear about your brother and that person should be concerned about this person or that person. But instead they're talking about how their emotional state is not as good as it should be. And that's for all right. of us. All of us have that to a certain degree. And the key yeah. here is to bring it, like, I love what you do with your, the ego speak. It's just a city like, look, you know, I'm calling you out. This is how I'm feeling. This is what the ego is saying. However, my right. spirit man can overcome that. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. And, so and it has helped it, me tremendously. Yeah, we're wow. calling it ego speak. Ego speak, yeah. <laughs> but it has. <laughs> It helps. Yeah, it helps yeah. me tremendously because again, bringing awareness to it, you yeah, know, helps yeah. it to be like, okay, you see me. All right, now I'm gonna go back for a minute because you're not supposed to see me, okay? Because yeah, when you see yeah. me, you have control over that thing, you know. Yeah, but if you don't yeah. see me and I can sneak up on you and do a creep here and there, you know, and again, then it's 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 happy. You're satisfying yeah. that ego part of yourself, and I'm telling you, satisfying the ego. It's mm-hmm. not healthy. <laughs> it's yeah. just not healthy. It, it ends up, um, it puts us in a bad space, even especially mm-hmm. in relationships. You mm-hmm. know, in, in mm-hmm. a relationship mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, your partner or relationship with your family member or just relationships, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, when we cater to that ego thing, that's just, oof. Yeah. That's and not cool be. because, Yeah. And it can be ugly. And a lot of time, the reason why I love the ego speak is because we, first of all, when we are analyzed, you know, when we are feeling I'm hurt, I'm in pain, this isn't working out, we need to really look at ourselves, not the other person. But we also That's have right. a tendency in ego speak to mm-hmm. criticize or demean the other person. But the other person right. has no control over who you are and what you're feeling. You, I was talking to right. uh, one of my good girlfriends today, uh, was it today or yesterday, and she and I were ba- going back and forth, um, and she was saying, you know, I was feeling this way, and she's like, and then I remembered, I don't have to feel this negative feeling 
And I was like, you know, you're absolutely right. I said I had a moment about two weeks ago where I was like just, you know, just feeling sad, but I really couldn't pinpoint the sadness. And mm-hmm. and I was feeling just blah, and I wasn't feeling in a great mood. And I heard the Spirit of God say, you know, you're choosing how you feel. You can feel happy if right. you want to. <laughs> right, and it was like, right, wow, right. You know what? That's true. I could if I chose yeah. to. And then I had to do, yeah. say to myself, do I want to continue to just feel sad for really nothing, or do I want to be happy? And then I yeah. really got myself in gear and just said, you know what? Your state is all up to you. Your, you know, how yeah. you're feeling is all determined by, by your, by your spirit and yourself and how you view well, your perspective on everything. That's right. And I had one of those moments not too long ago myself. You know, at the, mm-hmm. at the uh, washing dishes. Had my hands mm-hmm. in soap water, girl, just washing dishes. <laughs> and ego, you know, not really paying attention, and it did one of them creep mm-hmm. things, you know. And it just <laughs> creeped up on me. And, you know, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I do talk to myself, okay? Yes, I do. I talk to myself, you know. Um, and I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. And I had one of those ego aha moments. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, you don't. I see you. You know, you need to go somewhere and sit down right now because uh, no. And what you said is so significant, too, because it, it at that moment, like you said, you realize that you have a choice. It's like, you know, yeah. I can continue on with this crazy conversation in my head with yeah. myself yeah. or yeah. – I can move past it and say, no, you won't. We're not right, going to right. go there right now. You need to go sit down. And you know what I did? Right. I bust out mm-hmm. laughing. I mean, I'm home by myself. I guess a cat thought I was absolutely crazy and <laughs> lost my mind. I just started laughing because I'm like, really? You know, and if we just, each of us just take that time to recognize it when it comes up, yeah. you know, yeah. you can yeah. save yourself a whole lot of pain and anxiety and anguish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And another thing I'm noticing, too, is that, you know, the power of now and how important that is in regards to ego because the ego doesn't want you to re- be in the power of now. It doesn't want you to recognize the power of the, that you have at this very moment. You know, it wants to keep you living in the past. Yeah. <laughs> it wants to remind you of every negative thing or every hurt and pain, you know, or it wants to propel you too far into the future and and put in front of you the things that you don't have that you want or you're not where you want to be and, oh, it just keeps going on. How many times have I lived that? How many times have (laughs) I lived that? How many times? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what that does is it makes us feel weak. You know, it depletes us of, you know, our faith and, you know, it takes us out of our faith, actually, because in several shows I've said this, you know, faith and doubt cannot hold the same place at the same time. It just can't. You're either in faith and you have it or you don't. So if you're not having faith, then that means ego is is in, in place of that. Yeah. You know, and ego is other, like stopping you. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about faith I know uh, with me is that you have to stand on, like I said, the promises of God. We all, he, all gives, he gives us vision. And we to stand yeah. on it with a certainty and not an uncertainty. We need to know that we know that we know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and what happens is, is we'll for a little bit, and then we get nervous when we see signs around us that are not bringing forth what we believe is the truth. And so then we start to get back yeah. into a pity party and say, Lord, how long, especially with financing. Lord, how much yes. long? I'm waiting, I'm waiting, yes. I'm waiting. I've been here for I don't know how long. And one day, you yes. know, let's just say we get a little burst of, of income, then we feel real great. But as soon as that income yes. is gone, we're back to um, how yep. long, when, when, and yes. And really... We need to, uh, Paul's statement, he says, whatever state you find yourself in, there and be content. And you need to learn how to be a base and, and, and how to be, you know, high and low. We just need to mm-hmm. learn to be satisfied, your spirit man, in whatever mm-hmm. state you find yourself in. And then I often think of, there are people out there, and um, I, I think it was uh, one of our MIH members, Cindy, talking about how long it takes to come into your own. And she mentioned Nelson Mandela. 
and we forget. Remember, mm. Nelson had a passion for uh, oh for my gosh, yeah. And he went to jail yes. for that. Just like I know you love yes. him. Went to jail for that. And then eventually yeah. he got out. Who would have thought? Okay, yeah, he could have gotten out, but who would have thought he got out and then became president? Is that not crazy to think about? Yeah. That kind of transformation or metamorphosis can occur in our lives, but we have to have faith. Great and example. Believe in, yes, regardless. Yes. Of we've got to stand still and firm. Yeah. I'm learning, Lisa, and I hear the, I heard um, the Harvard professor that I told you who was working with Deepak Chopra uh, on the PBS show, I heard him say, which was so profound, and I felt so special because God will give you wisdom and knowledge when you ask for it. But one mm. of the things made overreaching uh, was that if you live a purposeful life, that means you know the purpose that you were why you're here on this earth, then knowing that purpose will propel you toward a better state of mind where you're more at, at ease, you're more, uh, you know, you feel good about yourself, and therefore mm-hmm. you're going to have a healthy, healthy mind and healthy brain mm-hmm. and all of that as a result. And so that's what we mm-hmm. really have to be on a quest for, is that when we have purpose, and then Mandela did not only just help uh, his country, but the world, we look. You know, we look at the rights issues a lot different now because of his strong stance. And those are the kinds of things that we truly need to do in order. We need to, in other words, get outside of ourselves. If, you know, we, we have to yeah. love ourselves. But once we do, we need to get outside of ourselves and start looking at others and how can we help them in order to, you know, given uh, being able to give in order to receive. Yes, and only presence can undo the past in you and that which will transform your state of consciousness. Only the presence yes. can do that. But you know what? That is so powerful what you just said, girl. That just gave me goosebumps because mm-hmm. when you likened um when you talked about Nelson Mandela and um and Joseph, I mean they're like one of the same people. Joseph of yes. the Bible. Yes. And you know, like yes. you said, that's yes. one of my all time favorites. I mean, yes. I can really resonate with that. But both of them were in prison, both. Yes. And one yes. came out to be the ruler of his country, and then Joseph came out to be the ruler of all Egypt as well. You know, and everybody had to come to him. At, at, you know, when he, yes. when Pharaoh gave him not just the ring off his hand, okay, yes. but draped yes. him, uh, draped the, the coat you know, uh, 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 around his shoulders, which was a high honor, and he was right below. He was like the highest, uh, you know, right below Pharaoh, but people had to come to him for food and for shelter and for all of their needs. So, and and, and here's a man that was of God, and, and again, all he did was do what he knew how to do. There was nothing else that he had to do but that, was to be him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that was what yeah, Mandela did all those years yeah. in prison. He didn't sit yeah. in there, and probably, of course, he may have had some, oh, woe is me so, days, but it couldn't yeah. have been but so many because look at how he was transformed yeah. and was the yeah. ruler of the yeah. of that nation. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. And now Powerful. can you imagine, now check this out, can you imagine if someone like Nelson Mandela allowed his ego to rule? Oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> That's a perfect wow. example. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it would have just been, you know, first of all, I don't believe that he may have been president, but it wouldn't have been for long. You know, because he could have come out of prison, I mean, with hatred. You know, and they kept me locked up all these years. I mean, he just could and, and if anybody had the right to do that, he did. He certainly did. But what did he do? <laughs> but what did he do? He came out and he acted out of love. He acted with love. He opened up his heart, you know, and even towards his enemy. So in, yeah, and talk true. about laying ego down, laying ego to the yeah. side. How yeah. many of us yeah. could actually do that? Yeah. And then you remember his uh, uh, situation with his wife, Winnie, at the time. I mean, yeah. think about the pain, think about the oh, betrayal, yeah. and think yeah. about the amount of forgiveness he had to have Woo! to reach the pinnacle of success. Even though yeah. he may have been justified, 
you still have to lower and be content and be respectful yeah. and have forgiveness. Yeah, we have to let go of self. That's yeah. what it's all about, yeah. and that's what Buddhism yeah. teaches you. Um, yeah. And that's why yeah. I, I resonate yeah. with Buddhism. I love I love the teachings of Buddha, um, and it's all about letting go of self. You know, yeah, and they even yeah. talk about the mind, no mind, you know, and which no mind means really getting out of ego. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just powerful. And I'm telling you, if you can do that for yourself, there's no better thing you can do for yourself than to start to learn about meditation, learning yeah. how to, which will help you to to get beyond self. Right. And um, quiet because we mind. get in our it's own it's, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the chatter of the mind that that, that mm. comes up all the time. And I know, um, you know, when we can learn, and, and I always, uh, for me, looking at Christ's walk and how he just never, first of all, you know, we don't talk about how often he went to, by himself to pray. <laughs> how many times he yes. went away to pray or he left the moment yes. when he went to pray and to have that alone time and that community time. Yes. Um, and yes. that's the thing is that you have to go alone. You have to get quiet with yourself. Yes. And in order to get yes. quiet yes. with yourself, you mm. do have to love yourself. And, 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 you know, it takes time. But like you said, I've known that through meditation and prayer, that God can really make changes in your life, but you have to quiet the the the, the mind. You really do the mind. You do, yeah. and and I can tell you when I when I started on my journey on this particular journey that I'm on, my my enlightenment has just been incredible, um, and I had to. Whew, it just you have to step away. I really had to step away from everything that was familiar to me. I just mm-hmm. left it like you have to walk away from certain things. You know, mm-hmm. you might have to pull back from an organization or you might have to pull mm-hmm. back from a particular religion or you might have to pull mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. so that you can be still and can be silent. You know, I shared with you the other day um, that I had recorded one of Oprah's uh, uh, Super Soul Sunday episodes. I started, like, really watching some of the things that she, you know, has on, and um, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, she is also bringing light uh, to to souls. And she had on last week um, a Buddhist monk. He's a very famous Buddhist monk. And he was, uh, um, Dr. Martin Luther King had nominated him back in like 63, 64 for the Nobel Peace Prize. And, you know, he shared his story. And, um, Teresa, I mean, this man is just awesome. He just, he has, wow. he has conquered the mind. Wow. But in order wow. for him to do that, and now I understand really what it means to be a monk, you know, right. you they shut themselves off from the world. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. literally shut them. There's no news, no TV, no nothing. They just work <laughs> on giving, you know, uh, learning how to let go of self, laying self down, laying their ego down, and they really get into being still and, and conquering the mind. And this man is, he was just, if, if anybody can can go back and see that show, um then I would suggest that you do that. Um, it's Super Soul, one of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday shows, and it's where she had on a uh, on a, uh, a Buddhist monk, um, and it was just absolutely empowering. I just can't tell you enough. So it looks like that we have. Uh, um, I thought we had a caller on, but we don't. But I wanted to give out that number again in case you want to call in and you have a, a comment or a question to make. That number is 347-237-4518-237-347-237-4518. So, but, you know, it's it's all just, you know, work. It's It's work that we must do on ourselves, and nobody is exempt from it because we are partly, you know, human beings. You know, however, one of my favorite sayings, we are spiritual beings living a human experience. 
not yeah. human beings living a spiritual experience. So once you understand, fully understand who you truly are, where you truly came from, which is the I am, and that you are also the I am because it dwells in you, then you can start on that journey of learning how to uh, uh, work on self and laying and working on your mind and laying your ego to the side. Um, and it's funny, and, this, and guess this is, this is something else that also happens when you start to recognize ego. You not only recognize it in yourself, but you recognize it in others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like it's like it's like this this big thing that just happens. It's like whoosh, yeah. and all of a sudden you can see, and now you you see when you're speaking to ego. You all yeah. hear it in yeah. yourself, but then you know when you're addressing it from someone else. Yeah, yeah. And the key is is that when we're operating, and, and, I, and I know that one of the ministries that we have, Lisa, is this ability to uh, to pull people's purpose and path out for them. Um, and right. But when you're allowed, when people are truly walking in purpose, and, and purpose is a spiritual phenomenon, it's not like, you know, you're planning your goals and all that, that but it means what you were truly here, where, what God placed you here on this earth to do. When you start operating in that, that ego takes less of a position because that purpose that's within you, once you understand it and get it, then you, you want to give it or help give it aspects of it to the world. And that is the most unselfish thing you can do. And in being unselfish yeah. in that way, you're able to truly quiet the ego. Well, we'll check this out. Uh, Jesus said, if someone takes your shirt, and I, and I now know what this means when he said, if someone mm-hmm. takes your shirt, let mm-hmm. them have your coat as well. Um, mm-hmm. It just means that sometimes letting go is an act far greater, and it's far greater power than defending or hanging on. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like that, that we're going to do a show entitled One Day the Lion and the Lamb, you know, but it's like, you know, he said it. He said, if someone takes your shirt, let him have your coat as well. Which, and it's like that old argument of, you know what, being right is overrated. It's, it's overrated. It really is. You know what, really so is. if you feel it, then you go, have that. You know, God bless mm-hmm. you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No problem. You know, because my, yeah. I don't need, my ego does not need to be filled up just yeah. simply so I can say that I'm right. Yeah. And it really is overrated. <laughs> it really is. You know, I, was, I would pride myself on being right, and I could argue, go up one side Girl. and down the next and around the corner and here yes. and there. But in the end, and I think I read this from Dale Carnegie, who does a phenomenal job of how to win friends and influence people, and one of his main points in the book was just that being right is overrated. You do not need to be right all the time. Let it go. It's right. not worth it. Right, and again, that goes back to what it means is that um, sometimes letting things go is an act mm-hmm. of far greater power than defending or hanging on, you know. And mm-hmm. I noticed in myself that when I feel the need that may arise in me where it's like, well, no, you need to listen to what I have to say and what I'm mm-hmm. saying is blah, 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 you know, it's no, it's not about that. It really is mm-hmm. not about that. Um, and mm-hmm. then you'll notice that once you recognize it in yourself and you let it go, what happens to the other person? It deflates them. It takes all of the yeah. air out of the yeah. all of the fight. Right? It just takes it. Out. Yeah. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's gone. Yeah. So we and, have to learn how to. Mm-hmm, go ahead. And then learning, because I know the other thing is, is you, as you're walking this path, you know the kinds of things that may have helped you be successful. Like you are not right. dealing with the levels of anxiety and stress, at least myself, that I right. was dealing with say, 10, 20 years ago. I have managed right. to improve. I'm not perfect and I'm not yes. there, but I know that I've seen the continuum in that journey yes. just with myself. And so sometimes yes. you can have that feeling of trying to help other people get there and try to right. explain to them. But, you know, you learn to rev it back that if they're not receiving or they don't want to receive, right. it's okay. Right. You know, because right. just like you are hard-headed and pig-headed, you know, you can only yep. pray and hope that they get there. But if they're not right. there, you're not going to force it on them. Right. Well, here's another one of my favorites. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. 
and that is so true. And life will give you, you know, whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. It just does. And and then how do we know? How do we know that this experience is what we need? Well, because this is the experience that you are having at this moment. And if you are having an experience that is, is like I call it like a trial or a tribulation, you're having it for a reason. You know, yeah, and I said yeah. this on Saturday in our group, you know, you yeah, trials important. and tribulations aren't meant to hurt you. They're here to teach yeah. you and to yeah. help you to evolve into, yeah. um, you know, a greater uh, level of consciousness. So we yeah. have to stop looking at things that don't necessarily <laughs> always happen that we want, you know, things that may come and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened again. Well, the sooner you learn that lesson where you are right now, the quicker mm-hmm. you can move on to the next thing. Everything yeah, is, is a teaching moment. Yeah, and I think, uh, Lisa, when you made that point in a session, I really thought you articulated that issue very well, and I think that that's what most people forget is that mm-hmm. there's some, we're supposed to be in a state of learning at all times. And something's right. coming around. We need to not say, oh, this happened to me and that happened to me. We need to stop a moment. We need to pause, the expectant pause, and say, what, yeah. like you said, what is this moment trying to teach me? Yes. Yes. Yes, and you know, and we're gonna. Um, there's so many shows. I'm just so excited about all the shows we have coming up. But uh, one of the shows we're going to be doing are, is going to be about our angels, um, and we're going to do an angel speak show. But I just want to share something because what you said is, you know, kind of brought it to to uh, my attention as far as uh-huh. when we start to talk negative talk. Yeah. When ego speaks and, and, and uh, you know, we get into that oh, negative yeah. mode of um, yeah. not having and I'll never have and why does this always ha- happen to me, well, you know what that does? It actually binds your angels up from helping you. Well, angels cannot powerful. come to our rescue or to help and aid us in any way if we are, because we're binding them and we don't even realize we're binding them. So when you are speaking like that, what you're doing is, and that's why they always say you have to be careful of the words that come out of your mouth because they have power. And whatever you're believing in your heart that, and you speak that, then that's what you're bringing to you. So if you're yeah. speaking positive words and you want positive things to come your way, your angels can help you with that. But once you bring that negative thing and I can't do or it won't happen for me, well, guess what? They stop it in mid-flight. Well, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you are actually in, in charge of them. They're not in charge of you. You tell them what you want and how you want them to help you. But they can't help in the negative realm. They just can't help that way. So we're going to really do a big show on angels speak and how to activate your angels and how to make your, you know, make your angels work on your behalf. But remember yeah. the song I, uh, we, we, uh, we uh, played on Saturday, Teresa, and this goes, one of the verses is, I won't harm you with words from my mouth. Well, that's, exa- you know, when we say that, it's not just harming each other, but it also goes into the other realm. So yeah, when yeah, we say yeah. stuff like that, you know, we're stopping them from coming to our aid. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but when you're asking them to help you with a certain thing, then you're activating them. But when you start that negative talk, which is false evidence appearing real, you know, then yeah. you're stopping that fear. It just blocks. So we have to learn how to stop blocking our blessings, blocking things that are are already ours, <laughs> yes. you know, from coming to us in the first place. Yes, and I wanted to um, take a moment, too, to do a shout-out to uh, Cheryl Lynn White because she did a nice job oh, yes. for us. Um, she, yes, she, yes, yes. she gave each one of us a little angel just to be mindful of our angels in a yes. frankincense and myrrh. And I just thought it was such yes. a lovely, sweet gift, and it's always in remembrance, along with a faith affirmation, to release our angels um, uh, so that we do use them, and like you said, and so that we we welcome them. And, you know, the I know most of the Holy Books, especially the Bible, is replete with examples of angels visiting 
and angels coming, and we really do need to give them credit um, and call upon them when we need help because they are on assignment by God, and we really mm-hmm. need to be able to use them. And everything you said is so true in terms of, you know, what it is that they, um, they're they here to do, which is to help us. Mhm, mhm, exactly. Well, you know what? I love that. I love that. And yes, I, a big shout out to Cheryl. Thank you for sharing that with us, and thank you for our um, angels. I'm looking at mine right now, um, and I just appreciate you so much. Um, well, you know that brings us down to this portion of I will leave you with this. Uh, when the compulsive striving away from the now ceases, and I mentioned this last week, the joy of being flows into everything you do. The moment your attention turns to the now, you feel a presence, a stillness, a peace. You no longer depend on the future for fulfillment and satisfaction. You don't look to it for salvation. Therefore, you are not attached to the results. Neither failure nor success has the power to change your inner state of being. You have found the life underneath your life situation. Is it wrong then to be proud of one's possessions or to feel resentful toward people who have more than you? Not at all. Eckhart Tolle states that sense of pride or needing to stand out, the apparent enhancement of one's self through more than, and diminishment through less than is neither right nor wrong. It is the ego. The ego isn't wrong. It's just unconscious. When you observe the ego in yourself, you are beginning to go beyond it. Don't take the ego too seriously. When you detect ego or egoic behavior in yourself, just smile. At times, Like I did, you may even laugh. How could humanity have been taken in by this for so long? Above all, know that the ego isn't personal. It isn't who you are. If you consider the ego to be your personal problem, guess what? That's just more ego. So that concludes the show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout-out to my family who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and family on Facebook for listening in. Once again, Teresa, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. For knowledge is power. And what, Teresa, when we know better? When we know better, we do better. We do better. And also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. And follow us on Twitter at LYSE101. And I also want you to stop by our Making It Happen website at mihgroup.org. That's mihgroup.org. We will be back on Monday, June 24th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time where we will delve into the topic of abundance. Teresa, that's going to be a powerful show right there. And learning how to draw it to us. How do we draw our abundance to us? Um, So please tune in next week for that show. I guarantee it's going to be a blessing. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first. Because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and I thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.